Hello, this is Veronica from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 12th of September. The Varanasi District Court today upheld the maintainability of a plea filed by five women who sought the right to worship inside the Gyanwapi Mosque. The matter was heard by a single bench of District Judge A.K. Vishwesh, and the matter will be next heard on 22nd of September. The Anjuman Intezamia Masjid Committee, which manages the mosque, had said it was waqf property and had questioned the maintainability of the plea filed by the five women. It also claimed the women's plea did not hold under provisions of the Places of Worship Act of 1991. The court rejected the committee's petition. The women's plea had alleged that there were Hindu idols in the mosque. Subsequently, a civil court had ordered the filming of the mosque. After protests against this order, the Supreme Court had assigned the case to the Varanasi District Court in May. Ahead of the hearing, security in the area was tightened. Police Commissioner A. Satish Ganesh said prohibitory orders were imposed in the Varanasi Commissionerate area. Additionally, police officers had been asked to interact with religious leaders in their respective areas to ensure that peace is maintained. The Gujarat police today denied claims that it had searched the Aam Admi Party's Ahmedabad office on Sunday. The party's Gujarat leader, Isudan Gadhvi, said on Twitter that the Gujarat police had raided the office for two hours on Sunday. He claimed that the police had found nothing and would come back soon. Notably, party chief Arvind Kejriwal is currently on a two-day trip to Ahmedabad. The AAP is planning on contesting the upcoming Gujarat State Assembly elections. On Twitter, the Ahmedabad police posted that no such raids have been carried out by the city police. Gadvi responded that three police officers had come to the office without any warrant or document. He described this as BJP's style of harassing people in Gujarat. Kejriwal also took to Twitter, tweeting that the BJP was badly shaken by the immense support AAP is getting from the people of Gujarat. The AAP and the BJP have been at loggerheads after allegations of a liquor scam made rounds and Delhi Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia was raided by the CBI as part of the probe. Goa Chief Minister Pramod Savant said today that the case linked to the death of BJP leader Sonali Fogart will be handed over to the Central Bureau of Investigation. He said this was after Fogat's family and the Haryana government had asked for the same and that he would write to Home Minister Amit Shah about it. Fogat and MLA from Haryana had died on the intervening night of August 22nd and 23rd in Goa. After initial reports of a heart attack, her post-mortem report indicated blunt force trauma. The Goa police subsequently filed a murder case. Two people were arrested on charges of forcibly administering drugs to her, her personal assistant Sudhir Sangwan and his associate Sukhvinder Singh. Both Sangwan and Singh are in police custody. Listeners, there is another case in Goa which has been part of the news cycle in the last few months. In July, Union Minister Smriti Irani's daughter Zoish Irani was accused of running Goa's Silly Souls Cafe and Bar illegally. While Smriti Irani had repeatedly denied any association with the cafe, government records suggest otherwise. Documents obtained through an RTI suggest that a company linked to Irani's family took the plot on a 10-year lease to carry out food and beverage business. If you would like to know more about the matter, you can read my colleague Prateek Goyal's report on newslaundry.com. It is titled, Firm linked to Smriti Irani's family paid rent for cafe run by her daughter. 
We're able to bring you such reports and analysis because we don't depend on governments, political parties or corporations for ads. News Laundry is an ad-free platform. We rely only on you to support us. So, if you're not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start as low as 300 rupees only. Pay to keep news free. The National Investigation Agency reportedly conducted multiple raids today across states as part of a crackdown on organized terror gangs purportedly involved in targeted killings, extortions, kidnappings, smuggling of arms, narco-terrorism, turf wars and other activities. Raids have reportedly been conducted at 50 locations. Officials said that among those being raided are members of Lawrence Bishnoi Goldie Brar Gang and gangs of Neeraj Bawania, Davinder Bambiha, Kaushal Chaudhary and Sunil, alias Tillu Tajpuriya. Raids are also being conducted on members of a syndicate run by absconding terrorist Harvinder Rinda in Delhi, Punjab, Haryana and Rajasthan, Hindustan Times reported. The NIA will be looking at the gang's links with Pakistan-based terror outfits, the ISI and armed suppliers. The agency is reportedly conducting raids at residential premises, hideouts and prisons from where these gangs operate. The raids are part of a larger conspiracy probe. The action had been ordered by Union Home Minister Amit Shah. According to Hindustan Times, Shah has asked the agencies to ensure that targeted killings do not take place and that gangs do not create unrest. The Delhi High Court today stayed proceedings against Jharkhand Mukti Mocha MP Shibu Soren before the Lokpal in connection to a disproportionate assets case. Justice Yashwant Verma issued notice to the Lokpal and BJP leader Nishikan Dubey. He was the petitioner in the case. The judge said that the matter needed consideration and stayed proceedings till the next hearing on 14th of December. Sorain was accused of acquiring huge sums of money over a period of 10 years through unscrupulous and corrupt means. It has been alleged that the assets in question are also in the name of Sorain's family members, friends and various companies across districts in Jharkhand. Sorain had challenged the proceedings and the Loka Yukta order directing a preliminary CBI inquiry on grounds of jurisdiction. The plea argued that the order was passed without considering Sorain's objections. He had said that no inquiry can be conducted against him because the complaint was filed seven years after the alleged incident. Section 53 of the Lokpal and Loka Yukta Act prohibits such an investigation. Ukrainian forces have reportedly retaken 3,000 square kilometres of territory in a counter-offensive attack in the eastern part of the country. Ukraine's general staff said that its troops had taken over more than 20 towns and villages in the last 24 hours. Thousands of Russian troops abandoned their positions. The country had acknowledged that it was abandoning the Ukrainian city of Izium, which was a major Russian stronghold in the northeastern region. Ukrainian general staff said that stabilization measures were being carried out in the regions retaken by Ukrainian forces. On Sunday, Russia had fired missiles at power stations which had caused a blackout in Kharkiv. However, power was back on this morning, though water supply was still affected. Reuters reported. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said that Russia was trying to deprive people of light and heat by causing power outages across the country as revenge for the Ukrainian counter-offensive. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.